Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to have Dr. Michelle Jorgensen with us. She is an internationally acclaimed author, speaker, teacher, biologic, holistic dentist, and health and wellness provider. She is the author of Healthy Mouth, um, Healthy You, Holistic Dental Guide, and Be Prepared, Not Scared, 12 Steps to Emergency Preparedness. She has, well, she has an amazing story. I actually want her to tell you her story. She is she has a total care dental practice that she runs. I'm going to let you, uh, well, welcome, first of all, Michelle, Thank Dr. You. Jorgensen. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, will you just tell my listeners, because I think your story and your background is so interesting of how you got started, because you were a regular dentist, traditional dentist to begin with, right? Yep. And then tell them what happened and how how you got on this journey to become a holistic dentist. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. So I was raised in a dental family. My dad's a dentist. So it was just kind of the thing I was going to do. I actually have three younger brothers that are dentists. So it's just in the family. And I started practicing and I was practicing with my dad for a while. Things were going well. The practice was doing well, but I wasn't doing well. At about eight years in, I started feeling just terrible. And so when you start feeling bad, you know, I had digestive issues, you start looking for answers. And I went to every doctor I could think of. I had MRIs, I had blood tests, uh, everything. And nobody could come up with any answers. And the, the biggest issue, so I had, you know, digestive issues, but I had a lot of numbness, a lot of numbness, particularly in my hands. And when you're a dentist, that just doesn't work very well. Right. <laughs> so, that was a big deal. And then my brain just didn't work. And I've always had like, I've, that was always been one thing that I've had that's been really good is my memory. I could think fast and I just couldn't anymore. So I knew something was seriously wrong. So I actually had my practice for sale and I was uh, going to have to do something else. I was in my late thirties. I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, my husband worked for the practice, so we were going to lose our entire income, you know, if wow. I was going to sell those practice and I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I just started reaching out to everybody I could find in the profession outside of the profession saying, okay, do you have any ideas for me? And finally a, a practitioner that I've only met once in my whole life. I still, I still really thank him and credit him. He just said, have you looked into mercury poisoning? And I said, well, well, no, I don't have any amalgam fillings because I knew from school that these silver, we call them silver fillings, you know, that these silver fillings had mercury in them. But he said, no, it's not the fillings you have. It's the fillings you've been drilling out for the last how many years with no protection. Oh, oh. no one told us that that could be a problem. No one said that that's an issue. Dental school, they don't say a word about it. They just say, if you talk to anybody about this, you're going to lose your license. That's literally wow. is what they talk about. So I didn't know this could be an issue. I didn't, I didn't even think about this. So I went and got tested. Well, that's exactly what it was. Mercury toxicity off the charts and mercury. If you know anything about mercury, I mean, people talk about this in fish. They talk about it in, you know, our streams, they talk about it in the environment, right? They'll realize that every single one of those fillings is 50% mercury. It's a neurotoxin. So now all of a sudden my numbness made sense. My brain issues made sense. The gut totally makes sense because mercury actually inhibits the absorption of other nutrients. So the more mercury you have in your body, the less zinc you absorb, the less magnesium you absorb. All of these kinds of things, everything all of a sudden made sense. 
Wow. So I, it, it, was, it was just crazy. So I had to figure out. So the doctor basically said, you can't get better if you keep putting this in. So if I was going to keep being a dentist and drilling this stuff out, I had to figure out, could I do it in a different way? Like, could I do it? So I wasn't going to be breathing in it anymore. So I, interestingly enough, found that there was an organization that did this. They like have a whole protocol that you can use. That's called the smart protocol for safe mercury removal. I didn't even know it existed. Most dentists don't. And I started doing it that way. And then that was when it really got interesting because I was doing it for myself. You know, I was, I was just, trying to keep my career. And right. uh, I started doing it. And all of a sudden pe- people would, would say, Oh, well, actually I have, my doctor told me I should find somebody that does it, does it this way. Can I tell my doctor about you? So then I started working with doctors and they would say, well, we know that this is true about dentistry, that mercury is a big deal, but we also know that these things are a big deal. Do you know about these? And I didn't know what they were talking about. Again, these are things that other doctors know about, but dentists don't. It's, it's oh, just interesting. Crazy. And so I'd say, well, I don't, but let me go learn. So I'd go and find some obscure class somewhere, you know, somebody that could teach me how to take care of other dental issues. And I found that this was an enormous need. And not only that, but it's a huge impact on the way people heal. So these doctors started referring people like crazy to our practice because these were the patients that they couldn't get, they couldn't get better. You know, they'd be working with them. They'd do supplementation. They would do all the things that they knew in their toolbox and they weren't getting better. And they'd finally say, you know what? I bet you dental is the reason that you're not better. Why don't you go talk to them and let's see if they have some answers. And every single time we have big answers and we make big changes and all of a sudden get people to the place they're trying to get to from a health standpoint. So it's been quite a journey. And it's a journey. Five dollars practice and you know, have just really started to help people get better. And that's been very cool. (laughs) So that's how I got here. It was for my own sake, but boy, am I glad I'm here now because we're doing a lot of really cool things. You are doing a lot of great things. Um, I found you because I have silver fillings. I had silver fillings, I should say. And I started asking around, like, I know I need to get these out, but I've heard horror stories of people um, getting you know, the metal toxicity or different things happening. So I did ask around like, who, who can do this? And people kept saying, find a holistic dentist, a holistic dentist will take the best precautions. So just tell my listeners, what is holistic dentistry? So I actually don't like that word very much, but it's the word everyone uses. So I have to use it. The reason I don't like it is because everybody thinks it means I'm going to like be doing seances and burning incense. True. Okay. In the door. Do you know what I mean? Right. there's There's this thought about what holistic means that it's like crazy talk. You've been to my office. Right. Everybody that comes to my office, they say, whoa, this is like the most uh, technologically advanced dental office I've ever been to in my entire life. You guys have your stuff put together. I'm like, yeah, I don't have beads or incense anywhere. But for me, holistic just means we think about your teeth as actually a part of the rest of you. And why anybody ever thought that they weren't, I don't know. But it really started clear back in medicine. Medicine started specializing everything. So, you know, you have to go to a doctor for your foot. That's different than your knee. Then that's different than your kidney that, you know, they started pulling medicine and our bodies into lots of different pieces and put the, putting them in lots of different buckets. We're all just one body and it's- everything works together. So that's really what holistic means is that we consider everything when we talk about how we help you. Okay. 
I love that explanation. That's good to know. And it's so true. Our whole body is interrelated. So with that, when I was there, you explained to me about how each tooth is like connected to an organ. So if there's a problem in one tooth, there could be problems in other parts of your body. Explain to the listeners what you taught me that day. So it's really interesting. Our body has three channels, if you want to think of them that way. There is your circulatory system, so that's your blood. It's going, you know, everywhere and everybody gets that. Your heart pumps it, it moves everywhere. There's your lymphatic system and that's your sewer system. That's the way we clean up our body. And then there's your energy system. And that's what, when you go to get an EKG at the hospital, that's what they're, that's what they're measuring. Okay. They're measuring the energy of your heart. There's an, something called an EEG. That's the energy of your brain. Our bodies are energetic and that's how all of our body communicates with itself. So our brain tells our, you know, something else to do something down in our kidney. It's an energetic connection. It's, it sends energy, it sends electrons down there to tell it to do that. Well, our teeth are on those same lines. They're, they're connected in an energy. So it's not like, again, again, everybody thinks like energy, Ooh, hooey, you know, no, no. It's like, it's literal electrons that pass from one organ to another organ in our body to help it communicate. And if there's a, a break or a short in the energy connection line, it, I think of it as wiring. It's the wiring of our body. If there's a, a break in the connection or that wiring, it's going to affect everything else that's on that same line. So every single tooth is connected to other organ systems in our body and they're wired together. So if you have a metal that's, that's causing electrical interference in a tooth, or if you have an infection in a tooth, or you have something else going on in a tooth, it's going to cause a short in the wiring that's connected to other organs as well. The molars are connected to the digestive system and the heart. So a lot of people have digestive issues and will often find problems. We'll find failed root canals, infected teeth, mercury fillings in the molars. And we go, well, this is probably a piece of your digestive issues. The front teeth are liver, gallbladder, bladder. So people say, gosh, I, have, I always have urinary tract infections or I have liver issues or I can't detox because my liver's not working well or I have diabetes most likely I'm going to find an infected root canal or something going on in a front tooth. It's really interesting. It's, but it's just wiring. It's just the way the body's wired. You can't not be working well in one area and be working completely fine in everything else that's connected. That is so fascinating. When I, I, I feel like I know a lot about nutrition and about, um, our health and things. But when you explained that to me, I was like, that was never in any of my schooling, Um, (laughs) you know, just to get my nutrition uh, certificate, things like that, things I've studied. That's something that I don't think a lot of people understand or know. So I love that you are teaching this in your practice and you teach it to other dentists as well. Correct? Yeah, I have an entire academy because my big mission is to not have, first of all, another dentist get sick the same way I got sick, but also to have them have the tools to be able to help people just like we do. So yeah, we teach other dentists all about this because it's about time we knew what other doctors know about dentistry. And really, we I've learned that there is 60 to 80% of chronic disease is influenced or caused by dental problems. I mean, that's- Wow, huge. that that's is huge. Huge. <laughs> so, okay, so- When you say that, you're talking like the silver fillings, the cavities, the root canals, all of those different mouth issues, correct? Yep. Okay. So the big three, I have, well, what I call them are the big four. (laughs) The big four that I always talk to people about, there's infection. Infection might be in your gums and 
this is something that's been researched for decades. Okay. This is actually something people know about infection. The gums can affect your overall body. This is a really interesting story. In fact, have you ever heard the term limey? They use it to talk about sailors. They call them limeys. And the reason is when sailors were traveling across the ocean, um, this is back in the 1800s, you know, when they were doing these transoceanic voyages, all the sailors were getting loose teeth and bleeding gums. They didn't know why. Huh. They figured out that it was a disease that is a vitamin C deficiency. Because oh. on, on ocean voyages, they were eating hard tack and, you know, the, these dried foods. They had no, they had no fresh fruit, fruits or vegetables. So it's a vitamin C deficiency. So they started traveling and taking dried limes or lime juice on the voyages. And so they started calling sailors limeys because they would have these lime, the limes on the trip. So they wouldn't have this um, scurvy is what it is. It's scurvy. Uh, right. that, that's a vitamin C deficiency. Well, okay. If they were getting vitamin C, if they were getting loose teeth and bleeding gums from vitamin C deficiency, then don't you think it'll probably happen today? So yes, the gums are hugely related to our nutrition, our overall health, all those sorts of things. So that's one. But the big one, two biggies that I find infection that people don't know about is root canals. Um, root canals often harbor hidden infections. You don't know about it because the nerve's gone and it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But- I w- When I was there, you told me about this because I do have a root canal and I had no idea that there could be an infection down there. So I'm excited for you to explain this. <laughs> Yep. And so many people do. So there are 25 million root canals done in the U.S. per year. Wow. 25 million per year. Okay. Wow. Add that up for how many you know years. So we know there's at least, I, I've done my math on this. I've learned that there's probably at least 120 billion people that have a, a root canal that most likely has failed. So um, <laughs> that is not good odds. That's all, you know, that's all. There's just a few. Um, so basically 120 million, sorry, 120 million, not, not billion. There's not even that many people alive in the world. Um, but so the problem is the anatomy of a tooth. A tooth has a main canal that goes through the center of the tooth. And we kill, we, we, they, they remove that when they do root canal and they clean it very, very well. Unfortunately, that's not all there is in a tooth. There's actually a mile's worth of little tiny tubules that feed the rest of the tooth. And it makes sense, right? A tooth is alive. It's a living organ. So it has to have a circulatory system or a way to feed nutrients from the inside to the outside of the tooth. All of those little canals cannot be cleaned or filled. So dead tissue or bugs live in those little teeny tiny canals. And eventually the body has to fight it constantly. So if you have a strong immune system, if you are healthy, if everything's going well, most likely you're gonna be able to keep it at bay and you're gonna be able to keep it healthy. It's taxing, so it taxes your body to have to do all that work constantly. But let's say you something that happens in life, you get another disease, something, uh, you get COVID, you know, whatever it might be, something, something attacks your immune system or, or takes down your immune system. Perhaps you have a very stressful event happen And all of a sudden your body cannot handle that low grade infection in the tooth anymore. And you get this massive infection at the end of the root. This is the thing I see every single day, probably six, seven times a day. I see major abscesses that have completely eaten the jawbone, no pain whatsoever. People are completely unaware of it, but that infection has, there's a, you know, there's blood vessels going all through the jaw. So that infection is spread throughout the entire body by then. And it's affecting multiple different organ systems, multiple different places. And this is the biggest thing that I see is infection that people are unaware of. 
that's creating a problem where the immune system can't get strong. This is autoimmune disease all over the place. This is what autoimmune disease is. It's just the immune system has had an irritant or a stimulant for long enough that it has constantly been stuck on and it just gets stuck on to the point where it starts to fight our own selves as well. That's autoimmune disease. Our immune system is right. attacking ourselves, auto, and, uh, or ourselves. Well, this is a, a huge reason that people get autoimmune diseases because the body's constantly dealing with this low-grade infection. The other one is in the wisdom teeth areas. And okay, is- wait one second before the wisdom teeth. Yes. So stop, stop, stop. Yes, yeah, so root canals. So let's stop there because I know people are just going to be amazed by this information. Like what? My autoimmune disease can have a relationship with my root canal because yep. I was I was floored when you were telling me information. So I have a root canal does not hurt at all. Like you said, I never thought there'd be any issue with it because it's never given me any problems. And I go in and you're like, yeah, there's an infection in there. And I was like, what? It doesn't hurt. So there are solutions to this. Um, but before you tell the solution, I remember you telling me like, is it the adrenals? Is that what you said that might be having issues with my root canal? That Yes. Well, because the adrenals are the things that what your adrenal glands do is they create hormones. And one of the hormones that they create a lot of is cortisol or adrenaline, right? That's what runs us, right? Well, when you have a low grade infection, cortisol turns on, you have to have cortisol to fight that low grade infection. So if you have a low grade nonstop infection, it's like leaving the light on in your car at night. It's not a big drain, but it's a nonstop drain. You wake up in the morning and all of a sudden your adrenal glands are empty. There's no more adrenaline, no more cortisol to run your life and give you the energy you need to do life because it's been used up fighting this low-grade infection all night long. That's right. just depletes you. It just depletes you. It takes up all the energy. It takes up all the, the, the hormones that basically give you the energy. Wow. I thought that was so fascinating. You taught me so much that day. So I am excited because I'm coming in to get that fixed. I got my silver fillings done first, then the root canal. (laughs) But tell my listeners really quick what you do to fix an infected root canal. Unfortunately, this is the least favorite thing I like to talk about because (laughs) currently we don't have a great solution. When you go and let's say you have, if you have an infected root canal and you saw an endodontist who is a root canal specialist, the thing they're going to tell you to do is to have the root canal redone. So what they do when they redo root canal is they open the tooth back up again. They remove the filling material inside of those roots and then refill the roots. Great. But it didn't take care of the problem. The problem are those little tiny tubules that are still full of stuff. And by that time, the problem is also in the jawbone. You now have infection in the jawbone that just refilling the inside of those roots isn't going to touch. It's not going to do a thing for. So you can have the root canal retreated and people do, but the incidence of failure after a retreated root canal are very high. So I usually tell people, you know what, you can choose to do that. However, it probably is $1,200 of wasted money. (laughs) You know, you're most likely going to have a failed root canal at the end of that as well. So what we do is we actually address the cause. And the only way to do that is to remove the tooth to take out those infected, those infected tubes, to, to clean out the infected bone underneath, and then to replace the tooth with a ceramic implant. And that's a whole nother talk right. on ceramic implants versus titanium implants. 
But uh, for years, titanium was the only option. But again, titanium causes a short in the wiring. So I, and there's, there's, a, there's a three other huge things that it does. But anyway, we'll, we'll stick with that for the moment. So we only do a ceramic implant and they're beautiful. They're white. They look just like teeth. They've been tested for about 15 years for longevity, especially in Europe. This is all that Europe is doing anymore, ceramic implants. And um, that's what we do as well because the body loves them. So that's how we take care of the problem is we remove and replace the tooth with something that's going to be healthy for the rest of your life. Okay. Thank you for explaining that because I know people will ask. So do you suggest if people have autoimmune issues to go see a dental care practice like yours and see if the teeth are an issue, part of the cause? Yep, 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 yep. That and the wisdom teeth that we're going to talk about next. Yeah, again, autoimmune disease, the body just won't start to attack itself for no reason. You know, I love when that. you go talk with a doctor and they say, well, we don't know. The, the word they use is called idiopathic, meaning we don't know why it's happening. I think that the word is funny, right? Because it doesn't sound <laughs> a little bit like another word. Uh-huh, idiot. exactly. I'm like, idiot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, then we kind of have to be a little like idiots to think that there's that there's not a trigger that's triggering what's going on. Now you talk about so many triggers. All of the toxins in our environment are irritants. Irritants lead to inflammation. Inflammation leads to immune system activation. And sometimes our immune system just goes haywire when it's activated constantly. So obviously all of the things that you deal with and teach about are enormous when it comes to autoimmune disease and when it comes to irritants in the body. But there's also a lot of irritants that come in the form of dental work. And so, yes, you need to find out, could the autoimmune disease, again, something's got to be causing it. We're not idiots. We know that, you know, something's right. going on here. So what could it be? And a lot of times it's cumulative. It's it's a whole bunch of things that have, you know, stacked right. on top of each other to tip the scale. Right. So you get all the toxins you talk about, all the food issues, all the, you know, chemicals and products and all the wonderful things that you help people with. Those or added on that toxin side, and then you add a failed root canal or, you know, mercury in the mouth that's constantly releasing and you tip the scale to a disease state. Oh, so I have all of them. I love that you explained that because I'm constantly telling people, if you want to heal, you need to find the root cause, not just slap a bandaid on it. And so another option for people to go figure out their root cause is their teeth, which I think, Oh my gosh, so many people miss that little portion. So I'm so glad you're educating us on this. So now let's yeah. go to wisdom teeth. Okay. So this is the other one that people are often really surprised at. And it's funny that you said, you know, root cause, because there was actually a documentary called The Root Cause. Um, it released in January of 2019. I'll always remember this this month because we had more new patients that month than any other month in the history of our practice. Oh, due to the people documentary, watched, huh? Yes, because people watch this documentary. It was gone. It was gone by the 1st of February. Oh, where did, where did it go? I'll let you come to your own conclusions. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it was off of everything. It was off of everything. You could not find it anywhere after a month. It oh, so interesting. That could be a whole nother topic, but we uh, won't go there. So nope, explain. There. I'm just going to let you come to your own conclusions on that one. So, wow. Two things the root cause talked about were root canals and wisdom teeth areas. This is a really interesting thing. And I actually have my own conclusions that I've not done research on uh, in this area, but there are some things that have been researched. So anytime a tooth comes out, and it's not just a wisdom tooth, I'm talking any tooth, there is a ligament surrounding the tooth. That's just the way teeth are made. It's called the periodontal ligament. It surrounds the tooth. 
that ligament doesn't come out when the tooth comes out. So I liken it a little bit to like the placenta and the baby, you know, it has to come separately. So you have to, you have to go in and manually remove the ligament. If the ligament doesn't get removed at the time the tooth is removed, the body doesn't know that a tooth is gone for 10 days. During that 10 days time, I want you to think about if you have a cut on your hand, has it usually healed in about 10 days? Yes. Yeah. Right. In 10 days, it's usually about healed. So during the 10 days time that the body doesn't know the tooth is gone, the wound has healed over. So the place that the gum was cut has healed just like a hand will heal in 10 days. And the gum actually grows down into this hole, but the bone doesn't start to grow for about 10 days because it thinks the tooth is still there. So once the bone starts to grow, there's actually no place for it to grow because the gums have grown into the spot. So the bone doesn't develop good circulatory system. It doesn't develop good blood vessels in this area and the bone actually dies. So you get an area of dead bone in the jaw and dead anything in your body attracts bugs. So it's an area that we've, we've biopsied these and you can't believe the crazy stuff we find in here. Cytomegalovirus, HPV virus, uh, spirochetes, parasites, fungus like crazy, all living in these spots because it's dead. Oh my goodness. So it's a place that things go and then they hide because you don't know it's there. And so you can't clean it out. So we have, like I said, we biopsied the craziest thing. So this could be any, any tooth that's been removed and not just a wisdom tooth, but any tooth can have this happen, but wisdom teeth are particularly prone. And the reason I believe they're particularly prone is because think about when the wisdom teeth are usually removed. When were yours removed? 17, 18. Yep. My son got them out at 18. Son, 18. Okay. So it's 17, 18. Think about, first of all, diet when you're 17, 18 years old. (laughs) My son loves to go to McDonald's with his friends, Uh you know, because they can at that age, like they're not showing it like I show it, you know? So diets poor. Um, think about sleep. Oh yeah. They love to stay up late. Yeah. Okay. Think about stress levels. Yeah. Figure out life, college, whatever it might be. So all of the things that actually lead to good healing, they don't have. So we put four holes in your head. You don't eat well, you don't sleep well, you're super stressed out. We expect you to heal from that and you're growing still. So all the nutrients are going to growing your bones, not to filling in holes in your head. So I believe that's a secondary reason. Again, it's not research. This is just, you know, my own belief. So interesting. Why they don't heal very well. Why wisdom teeth are particularly prone to it? Because it's the time of the time of life we take them out. And I see a huge percentage of these that have not healed properly. So again, mine, when I was in there, did not heal properly and they have infection. So they're just like the root canals in that they don't cause pain for people, correct? Zero pain. What I will see, you know, because people say, oh, there's no symptoms. I disagree with that. There's no symptoms. There's no pain. But what we're going to typically see is adrenal issues. So a lot of thyroid problems, a lot of young women start to all of a sudden have low thyroid issues around age 19, 20, 21. I was put on thyroid medication when I was 21. So hmm, interesting why adrenals would be starting to deplete at about age 21 after I'd had my wisdom teeth out, you know, for a couple of years. Uh, So interesting. Hearing issues, hearing issues, lots of ear ringing, that kind of thing related to um, these infections and wisdom teeth. We see jaw problems. We see just fatigue. That's the one that we see with these infections is just fatigue. Just feeling like you don't have energy in the tank anymore. So there are symptoms. They're just not symptoms that you would ever equate 
to where you had a tooth removed. So mind blowing, because I think I told you when I was in there that I started having adrenal issues in my early 20s. And we didn't put yep. a finger on it until like later 20s. And so I've been able to manage the adrenals, but I've always had to do, you know, herbal cocktails or things to help my adrenals. And then when I went in and you're like, yeah, you have infections in those four holes that your wisdom teeth came out. I was like, oh my gosh, who would have ever thought dentistry, your teeth have so much play in the rest of your health. I was mind blown. Um, And then you just saying ears ringing. My sister-in-law has had this constant ear ringing for over a year and she's been to doctor after doctor after doctor trying to get help for it and they can't figure out the cause. Now I'm sending her to you because I'm... I didn't even know about the teeth and ringing. So she's going to go where your ear is. Yeah, it makes sense. It's right there. It shares all the nerves. It shares all the blood vessels. It shares everything. Yeah, this isn't, this is a huge deal and people just don't realize it, you know, and you know, in your example, I liken it to trying to fill a bucket that has a hole in the bottom. So right now you're managing your adrenals, but there's a hole in the bottom, right? Right. Because you don't continually do it. Do you like, does it ever stop? Like, do you ever stop having to work on it? No, it's always a constant. Yeah. So you've got a bucket with a hole in the bottom. You're constantly filling it with all your good stuff, but you've got a hole in the bottom that's constantly draining it back out again. This is the hole. This is the hole that can be patched so that you don't have to work so hard to keep your adrenals working like they should. Oh, I'm so excited to come in and get those fixed. <laughs> well, I'm not excited for the procedure, yeah, but I was like, yeah, that's not but, really, really true. Yeah, but, it's, but I'm excited <laughs> to, ha- yeah, have that fixed. You're excited for the result, not the procedure. Exactly. Okay, so you said gums play a part. We talked about that. We talked about the um, root canals. We talked about the wisdom teeth. So you said there's a fourth one. Okay, so there's a big piece. Well, metals, we've just kind of, we've, kind oh of yeah, we need to, we need to come back story. to metals in just a second. Is that yeah. the fourth one? Well, there's two more, there's okay. two more that we need to do. So metals is one. Um, the problem with metals, it's not just mercury, but mercury is the big one. There's a really interesting story about how mercury filling started clear back in the 1800s. Barbers were actually doing the majority of dentistry because they were leaning them back in the chair. They were giving them a shave, cutting their hair, might as well fill a tooth too. So there was no such thing as a dentist. It was the doctors and barbers doing the dentistry. Well, pulling a tooth is actually really hard. I've pulled a lot of them. I'll tell you, it's not the easiest thing to do. Can you imagine doing it? Not numb. Oh my goodness. So barbers are doing dentistry, pulling teeth. Well, it's miserable. So they figured out that you can mix elemental mercury with silver shavings, mix it together, and it would eventually harden. And so they figured out that they could plug this into holes and teeth and it would fill a hole in a tooth. And they started doing these fillings with this material. Well, the doctors said, this is not good. This is a bad idea because they knew at the time, hat makers, hat makers would use mercury. This is how they made felt. They would rub mercury on fur and it would turn it into felt. Well, the hat makers were going crazy. This is right. where the term mad hatters comes from. Correct. Mercury to, to make felt and they were going crazy. So the doctor said, we don't think it's a good idea to put mercury in people's mouths because we know that hat makers are actually going crazy because of it. And the barber said, we don't care because it's making us money and it's working. So the barbers kept doing it. The doctor said, well, if I'm going to be in dentistry, I guess I'm going to have to do it too. That's how mercury fillings became into existence. Isn't that so interesting? So we've continued on for the next 200 years and we're still placing them in most of the European countries. They've been banned. 
the FDA just submitted a ruling September of 2020 and said that they should no longer be placed in expecting women, women who are trying to get pregnant, nursing women, or children under the age of six. Oh, good. So in my mind, I say, well, if it's bad for them. Isn't it bad is for it? everybody? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But at least we got one foot in the door there. At least we got one foot in the door. So that's the problem with mercury is it's mercury. <laughs> it's mercury. And it releases from those fillings 24 hours a day. Every hot and cold flux that you go through every time you chew, it releases the mercury into your system. So just get them out. But the very worst thing you could do is just go have them drilled out with no protection because then you're going to mercury. What it will do is it will re repopulate another area. It'll just move. It'll just move to a new neighborhood. So you don't want it moving to a new neighborhood in your body. You want it out of you. So, you know, you showed what you did when you came here. It's a little crazy talk. You know, we cover you, we cover your skin. You know how much skin absorbs. It's the largest organ in your body. Right. So we cover your skin. We cover your airway. You've got a nose, you know, you're breathing oxygen rather than the mercury. We've got your mouth completely dammed off. So you're not swallowing it. We covered your body because it can come in, get any skin that you have have, you want to make sure that if you're getting them removed, you're getting them removed safely. Otherwise don't do it because you're just going to move to another part of your body. Right. So get them out, but get them out very, very safely. There's other metals in the body as well, or in the, the mouth as well. There's, there's crowns that have metal underneath them. They're less worrisome than the mercury, but again, they just cause a short in the wiring. So they're more of a short than they are a toxin, a mercury. like a mercury piece. Cause the crowns don't have the mercury. They don't have the mercury. It's going to be a gold alloy. So it'll have gold, silver, platinum, palladium, you know, a whole bunch of metals, but they're not mercury. It's not mercury in the right. crowns. Themselves. So I have to tell you, when I showed getting those fillings out, first of all, people were like, what? They're made of mercury and really 50% mercury? Like they were yeah. shocked it was 50%. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing was um, people were like, well, why? They're just in your teeth. They're not, it's not being released. And so when I'd say, yes, they are being, the mercury is being released. People were shocked by that. They had no idea. So you're saying it's being released 24-7. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's research that shows us you can go online and watch something called the smoking tooth. And it's actually like a green screen thing they did where they show they had a mercury filling and then they would they would like brush it or heat it up or whatever. And you can just see these vapors coming off of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, and so I have to tell you, you guys did do an amazing job with protecting the whole body. I was so glad to be covered the from head to toe covered. And when I showed that on my stories, so many sad stories, though, came in of people saying, my husband, um, 12 years ago, had his silver fillings removed, he ended up with horrible metal toxicity and the stories of these illnesses that they've been fighting for years since. And so I urge all you listeners who are listening to get those medals out, but make sure the doc, the dentist is doing it in the right procedure because that is so important. So, so thank yes. you for doing that and yes. doing a great well, job. Like I said, it started because of me, you know, started because of me. And I realized I don't want anybody getting sick like this. Right. So, yeah. right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now we've covered all four. We have one more. Okay. One more. So now a fifth. <laughs> Root canals and wisdom teeth are together. They, oh, they, okay. They're, they're grouped into the infection category. Okay. The fifth, the fifth is breathing and airway. And this one I really want people to understand about because this has such an influence on children and their growth and development. There's a huge, huge portion of the population that has actually airway issues. They're the, um, you know, this more than anybody, uh, nutrition and food today is not what it used to be. Right. So we're often eating nutrient 
deficient food. Correct. We don't get the nutrients that we should out of the food that we're eating. That actually affects the growth and development in children. And one of the things that it changes is the airway, the room for breathing. And a lot of times we're ending up with very long, long faced children with very small mouths. The reason that we need braces today is because we don't have enough nutrition in our diet. The very first jaw, the very first, me, the very first bone that's affected by malnutrition is our upper jaw. So if you huh. have crowded teeth or if you have children with crowded teeth, it means that they have not had the nutrients that they need during their growth and development phase. Wow. My youngest son is, uh, we adopted him when he was two and a half years old. He was very malnourished and his upper jaw was so small. His bottom jaw was completely on the outside of it. And interestingly enough, his birth mother knew I was a dentist. And she said, you know, that's one of the reasons I picked you is because I knew you could help him with his mouth. She could tell uh. something wrong. And he since he's been through like seven versions of braces. We've been to the Mayo Clinic with him, you know, and everywhere else to try to fix his upper jaw, but it's malnourishment, it's malnutrition. So the the more, the, the less nutrients we get out of our diet, the smaller our jaws get, which is why we have to pull wisdom teeth now. You know, so interesting. Skulls in Egypt or whatever, you know, they had all their teeth. They had plenty of room for all 32 teeth. You know, because people say, well, why do I have them if I can't fit them in? We used to be able to fit them in, but our, our airways and everything have become smaller as our nutrition has decreased. So nutrition is absolutely paramount. So thank you for what you're doing, because we have to be able to get what we need out of our food. And in fact, that's another thing I want to don't let me forget at the end. I want to tell your tell your listeners about um, some a special thing I've created for them about a, what I call a healthy mouth, healthy you um, five keys to basically cavity-free cavity free mouth, cavity-free life through diet. It's all about diet. But um, the airway, because these airways, be, because we develop smaller, we are, we're ending up with kids that snore, kids that have ADD, kids that bed wet. This is all an airway and sleep problem. They're not sleeping well, so their brains aren't developing like they should. Bedwetting is an enormous sign of sleep problems. And there are ways to direct growth in children so that you can actually overcome these problems. So this is something, if you have a child that has crooked teeth, if you have a child that's bedwetting, that has ADD, ADHD, any of these things, you need to look into their sleep. They need a sleep study. And there's ways you can do sleep studies even at home. We have ones that we actually just, it, it, we use a service that they mail it to you, you do it at home, then you mail it back in. You need to find out what's going on with these little kiddos. And then if you're an adult and you have these issues, if you're not sleeping well, if you're struggling to go to sleep, stay asleep, if you're waking up a lot at night, any of these things, you're not, you're not breathing, you're not breathing. And we have ways to actually ban, not band-aid. There are band-aids that you hear about, snore appliances, CPAPs, right. these are band-aids. We have ways to actually fix the problem. We widen the airway back up again. We give you room to get air through. This is life changing. If you're struggling to lose weight, most likely you're not breathing. And because you're not breathing, your body is in hyper reactive mode. It won't let you get rid of the weight because it's holding on to it as an insulator. It's not going to let you get rid of it until you start to get enough oxygen again. So that's our fourth one. And, you know, I could do an hour on each of these topics. Yes, but that's you the, could. The short, that's the short version of it. Um, but that's, that's the other thing we check for is, that is, is am breathing. that is amazing. That is really interesting. I actually am going to send my husband to you because he is a <laughs> snorer who has lots of those band-aids of, uh, uh, the snoring mouth guard and all these different things. Yeah, okay. Life altering. That is life altering. Who would have known all of that is due to nutrition and yep. wow. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for what you're doing. But really quick, let's talk about cavities since you mentioned that. So yep. that has to do with nutrition as well. 
hugely nutrition. I mean, everybody always knows sugar, brush your teeth. Okay. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows you shouldn't eat a lot of sugar and you should brush your teeth. Well, why are cavities increasing? If everybody knows we should brush our teeth and we shouldn't eat sugar, why are why are there more cavities today than there were 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 60 years ago? Why are they getting worse? It's because our food doesn't have the nutrition, the nutrients it needs. Your and we're eating more sugar. I do have to add that in as well. Because sugar. <laughs> sugar's sugar. in everything. It's everywhere. You are so right, for sure. There's something called the apostat. Do you know about apostat? A little bit. Tell my I followers. I love the apostat. I love this, this idea. So the apostat's like a thermostat. And your thermostat in your home, when it gets too cold, your heater goes on, right? So it keeps your, it keeps your home at a certain level, a certain temperature. The apostat tells our body, it's our thermostat in our body to tell us we're hungry or not. But hunger isn't calories. Hunger is nutrients. So your body's saying, I'm missing magnesium. I'm missing potassium. I'm missing some vitamin C. I'm missing some calcium. That's what I need. So it says, go eat some food because that's where we get nutrients, go eat some food. So if you go eat food and it has none of the things you need in it, it will say you're still hungry. Isn't that interesting? It's so interesting. That's I love why that. why you eat a whole bag of potato chips because you're not still, still hungry. I love it. It makes sense. Saying, makes sense. 100%. I don't have what I need. I can't turn your thermostat right. off yet because you didn't give me what I'm missing. But it's also why so, you crave certain things. Sometimes you might be craving crave. something salty just for that magnesium or potassium or something that's in that saltiness. Or exactly. sometimes I'll crave greens when I haven't had enough greens. I know I haven't. I'll start craving them. Yep. I do as well. And there's probably some minerals that you're craving when you're doing that because the minerals are, greens are highly mineral right. rich. So isn't it? Yeah. Very, very interesting. So the, the teeth themselves are a very good bank of minerals. So if your body's not getting the minerals they need from the food you're eating, it will take the minerals from wherever it can find them because your brain relies on minerals. Your heart relies on minerals, on nutrients. If it doesn't have enough through your diet, it will steal them from your teeth. So I can just look in a mouth and I can say, these cavities are from nutrition. Tell me what your gut's doing. Really? bottom line of, yep, we'll say, okay, oh, my gut's terrible. I have a leaky gut. I'm not digesting. I'm like, I can see it in your teeth because your teeth, your body is mining your teeth to feed the more essential functions. You can't function without a brain. You can't function without a heart, but guess what? You can live without teeth. So your body knows it. So it'll take from your teeth to feed your brain and your heart if it has to. So interesting. I have never heard a dentist explain it to me like that ever before. And that has to do with your gut. Yep. hundred percent. I just, I just saw a girl this morning and she's like, I did never have a cavity until I was 21. And she had like seven more today. And I said, okay, talk to me about your gut. And she talked to me and she's like, oh yeah, my gut's terrible. I have this, 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 like, this is the problem. So we've got to step back. We've got to heal your gut. We've got to heal your digestive system so you can absorb. But in the meantime, you also need to add a ton more minerals into your diet and on your teeth to strengthen them. Otherwise, you're just going to keep getting cavities. So that's what this healthy mouth, healthy you diet is all about. And it's not a diet like I hate the word diet. A plan. Diet How about a plan? A diet <laughs> like something that you do for a short time to like lose weight. That's right. Not this. this is a lifestyle. This is a change. There's five things. And so that's what I'm going to give your listeners, these five okay. things, because I don't have time to talk about them. Um, the, the five things that you need to do, you need to feed your body to never have a cavity again. And I tell people that I'm like, you, you're never going to have a cavity again, ever. Your that's, kids can have cavity. You can have kids that have never, that never will have a cavity if they get these things. Okay. So these five things that you're going to tell my listeners, we're going to put them in the show notes, right? Yep. 
Okay. So they these have a whole, I have a whole free thing that explains it all to them. Okay. So when little kids, when I take my little kids in and sometimes they're like, oh, they're on the verge of just a little tiny cavity. We don't need to fill it. See if you can work with it. So are you saying you can like remineralize a cavity? Yes. Thank you. That's a whole nother hour too, but yes. So <laughs> it's all based on the anatomy of the tooth. There's two, there's the outside of the tooth that you see. It's called enamel and it's mineral rich. There's the next layer in that's called dentin. It has minerals. It has collagen. It has all sorts of those tubes going everywhere. Once the, if the cavity is still in the enamel in that mineral rich layer, what's happening is the body is mining the minerals, right? It's pulling the minerals out either, either because of sugar, which is very acidic and it will, it'll pull those minerals out or because it doesn't have enough minerals in the body. So a cavity, the starting point of a cavity is where minerals have been pulled out. As long as the cavity is still in the enamel, you can put minerals back in. So that's what they're telling you at the dentist is you can put minerals back in. Now you need to be very aware of how, <laughs> you know, there's, there's some resources and things on how to actually put minerals back into the enamel of the tooth. Once the cavity has gotten to the dentin, it's going to get into that super highway of tubes. And it's a lot harder to remineralize once you're at that stage. So we want to catch cavities when they're tiny little, and we want to fill them with minerals and they're going to, they won't, they won't disappear, but they're going to harden back up again. So then it doesn't need to be filled. It doesn't need to be taken care of. And I work with people all the time on how to remineralize their teeth, put minerals back in so that we don't have to do fillings. I don't want to do fillings on teeth. I want to heal teeth. I want to make them better. And that's what I love about your practice too. It's not, I've, I feel like I've gone to some and they're like, oh yeah, your kids have eight cavities. And I'm like, what? Eight cavities? And I'll go to some other dentist and they're like, no, it's two, you know, but I love that your practice is all about preserving as much of the tooth as you can, not just filling up these cavities, but healing the cavities. Um, and preventing them. That's my biggest thing is I just want people to prevent them. I just don't want you even to have one started at all. Right. Oh my goodness. I have loved talking to you today. I know we need to sometime do a show too, because I have so many more questions, but I know that this information you shared today is very new to a lot of people. It was even new to me. And so I'm glad to get the new information out and sometime we'll have to do show number two, where we can delve into it a little bit further. Maybe do a whole bunch of questions. Oh, oh I'm going to have so many questions after this. So, um, Okay. Tell people besides your practice. So your practice is in American Fork, the total uh, dental care, right? So total care dental, oh, to, total yeah, care I'm dental. Sorry. Doctor, total care dental. So people can come find you there. Um, yeah. your website has a lot of great information anywhere else that they can come find you. Uh, so total care dental, and we do a lot of virtual. I actually talk to people from all over the world. We do a lot of virtual exams where I'm just discussing things like this with people. So that's something that's very available. Um, there's also a, a, a thing that I do called living well with Dr. Michelle. And that's where I talk about a lot of the diet pieces, the diet, the how to grow your own food, um, uh, just, you know, how to make dinner for your family that actually feeds your body, that sort of thing. So living well with Dr. Michelle, I'd love to have people join us there. I do all sorts of fun classes and things through that. Um, I have a lot of different resources for people to learn how to prevent dental problems and how to treat dental problems as well. There's a book, it, it all, you can find it on that total care dental site, but for your listeners, we'll put it in the show notes as well. It's total. If they go to totalcaredental.com forward slash keys, 
that's the one that you're going to get that five keys diet, so that five keys to cavity free mouth, all those kinds of things. That's where you can go find, that's where you can go find that. And I love that you already are listening to Carolyn and all the things that she's doing because you're going to get it. And she's helping you figure out how to get these things into your diet and how to avoid all the stuff you shouldn't be eating. Um, and also, I was going to say, I love your newsletter. I'm going to tell followers to sign up for your newsletter because you do teach fun classes, which I didn't realize till I got the newsletters. And you have like a gardening class or something coming up. And so um, hers is one newsletter that you guys do want to follow. It's a great <laughs> one. And the classes, the light. Yeah, the classes are great that you teach. So thank you so much for all that you're doing, all that you're educating, all that you're teaching people, providing people out there. Um, I always end my podcasts because I am just ingredients. I do end my podcast with asking um, my guests what they have found to be the best ingredient in their life. So mine is a good one. You're actually going to want butter. Oh, butter. <laughs> okay. Explain butter, especially butter that has a high vitamin K2 content, which is grass-fed butter. So the one that I always tell people about is Kerrygold because it's from grass-fed cows. It has high K2 in it. K2, D3 are literally life-giving and teeth healing. So instead of, so my husband, when I said, okay, guys, we're going to eat more butter, less kale. My husband was like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. I love that. Because it's going to give your body and your teeth the nutrients you need. So lots of butter. (laughs) I love that. That is, that is a great one. And you know what you talking about that? I was like, we forgot to talk about healing the wisdom teeth infections. So Ah. I'll, I'll just tell people that we'll have to do another show because I've got I know people are going to have questions because I have a 17 year old right now who needs his wisdom teeth out. And so actually give us just a 20 second little thing. So the way you avoid it is by making sure the dentist who's removing the wisdom teeth removes that ligament. Okay. We also do what's called PRF, which is something that lots of people do. Lots of surgeons do. It takes stem cells from you and puts it in that spot to stimulate the body to heal. If you've already had this, what we do is we go back in we clean it out and we put that PRF in to stimulate your body to finally heal. Okay. So there's the 20 second version. <laughs> that is the 20 second version. Thank you. I'll, I'll have to come talk to you before my son gets his wisdom teeth out. Maybe yeah. we'll do a whole show on wisdom teeth. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. I know you're extremely busy. I know my followers are going to love this podcast. Again, find her at uh, Dr. Michelle Jorgensen at Total Care Dental. And if you're local, visit her practice. If not, like she said, she does virtual appointments. So thank you again, Dr. Jorgensen. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Just Ingredients podcast to learn more about your health and good ingredients to life. Plus get daily tips at just.ingredients on Instagram. 